Hi there, this is Jeff Otis, Senior Wealth Consultant and Partner at Evergreen GovCal, and you're listening to Coffee with Evergreen on the Evergreen Exchange. I hope you enjoyed this 12-minute conversation between myself and our Senior Analyst, Garman Howell. And as always, thanks for listening. Hey listener, this episode requires an extra disclosure. Jeff Otis is an employee and partner of Evergreen GovCal. All views and opinions expressed by Jeff and any guest of the podcast are solely the individual's views and do not necessarily reflect the views of Evergreen GovCal. Evergreen GovCal's clients may hold securities mentioned in this podcast at any given time. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions or be considered investment advice. Enjoy the episode. All right, well, Garman, thanks for being here. Uh, another Coffee with Evergreen. And, and uh, for those listening, this is the first Coffee with Evergreen that we've recorded from two different states. Garman's still back at our Bellevue office. I happen to be in Sun Valley, Idaho on vacation with the family, but uh, Coffee with Evergreen doesn't take vacation. So here we go, right? Um, and then interestingly, well, I don't know how interesting, but it's also the first coffee with Evergreen that, that's with someone not named Jeff. So there you go, Garman. You're, you're, the, you're the first one in here. Happy to break uh, the mold. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm pumped you're here. So uh, let's get started. First, for those of us in Seattle, um, across the country, worldwide, big news in Seattle is, is Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos stepping down. I mean, obviously staying involved with, with Amazon, but stepping down as CEO. What are in, uh, implications of that for Amazon ahead? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, I mean, we all know kind of the headlines of Amazon. We all use the service. But I think what a lot of people don't realize is that the company is really had a long trek to get to where it is. So it just had a record-breaking quarter with over $125 billion in sales, which is way ahead of what analysts expected. Earnings were just massive this quarter at $14 a share, um, which is what double what consensus estimates had um, for fourth quarter. And I think a fun fact for kind of Amazon in the quarter was that they hired 175,000 people in fourth quarter alone, which is just shocking to me um, to hire that many people in, in the three-month span. Um, but obviously, they're you know a massive company, 1.3 million employees across the world. And I think you know since 1994, when they founded it, Jeff Bezos has kind of been the guiding force, and he's been kind of the calming hand to a lot of investors. So you know when investors kind of have a, a, a concern about the company, they know oh you know no big deal, Jeff will lead us through it. So for him to be taking a step back um, out of the CEO role, as you mentioned, he's still going to be executive chairman. Um, Investors are naturally a little bit concerned. So even though they have this record-breaking quarter, the stock's a little bit down today, um, which is not what you would expect after kind of those results. But, you know, I think investors shouldn't be too concerned. You know, Andy Jassy, who's taken over for him as CEO, He's been the CEO of their cloud business, which is one of the biggest money-making segments of the of Amazon itself. Um, and it's a $13 billion company in itself. So it's it's not like he's coming from, you know, a tiny segment of Amazon that, he, that no one's ever heard of. He's managed a rapidly growing large business for several years now. And he's been with the company since 1997. So it's not like this is a, an unfamiliar face for an investor. Um, he's done a really good job with Amazon Web Services, their cloud business. Um, you know, that's definitely a market leading business in its own right. And I think that he's probably a really good replacement candidate and, you know, person to step in for Jeff as he's kind of taking a step back. And, you know, I think I'd, I'd end this this question with saying that the CFO 
Um, Brian Maslavsky said on, on the earnings call several times that Jeff is not leaving. Uh, so, you know, Bezos will still be around. He's still probably going to be in the Amazon offices um, on at least, a day, you know, a weekly basis, if not daily, um, at least on calls and all that with COVID, you know, not necessarily in the office physically. But, you know, I think, you know, people are a little concerned. You know, Amazon has grown 100 percent. Their stock price has grown 102 percent since the 2020 lows. Um, so it could just be a natural pause for the stock. Um, you know, you get a little bit of uncertainty with the new guy coming in um, and the stock's going up so much um, in the last 12 months that, you know, I think it's a natural break for the stock. I think that's a good recap. Uh, we get a lot of questions on Amazon, I mean, pro- partly because we we are headquartered, right? right just right across the water from them. And yep. so that's, a, that's an air, uh, a stock that a lot of clients own. Uh, as always, we got to be careful not to make any specific recommendations, right, for compliance exactly. reasons. So yep. if you're listening to these type of podcasts wondering, like, well, do I buy or do I sell or should I keep holding? Like, we can't say that, right? Um, but we're trying to just give you some of the insights of what we're seeing, what we're thinking as we go along here. So anyways, uh, if there's if there's any follow-up questions on Amazon, obviously you can reach out. We're happy to chat about that in any, uh, any even further detail. Next question. I talked to Jeff Dix last week about it. Uh, but I want to uh, also pitch this one to you. So as we kind of envision the economy doing uh, better and better ahead here, what areas of opportunity do you really like here? No, it's a good question. And, you know, it's it's a timely one because we're having a, a bit of a unusual kind of period in the markets where we're seeing a lot of these stocks like GameStop and AMC Holdings, um, all those get kind of thrown around both on the upside and the downside that, you know, an investor for the long term should be kind of concerned about, you know, where do I put my money in for the next, you know, two to three years. Um, and I think, you know, Jeff highlighted REITs last year, uh, last week with you. And I, I also like the space a lot. Uh, I won't go too much into it just because Jeff Dix went over it um, fairly well last week. But I also think, you know, any energy uh, is also an attractive sector. Financials are also a very attractive sector. And I think overall, just kind of shifting your portfolio more over to value probably makes a little bit of sense. Um, You know, if you look at energy, it's down 30 percent over the last year, which is still pretty um, amazing to think about. Um, I know we've had some kind of craziness in the in the energy markets um, over the last year, you know, with oil prices going negative in March um, and, you know, oil demand and all that going way down as a result of kind of covid lockdowns. But, you know, as we start to normalize with the vaccine being rolled out, uh, energy demand should come back. Um, And not only just regular gasoline, but airline fuels, shipping fuels, all that stuff uh, should start to make a comeback. And energy companies are being very prudent in this time because they went through such a painful period last year. Um, So they're, you know, really paying attention to making sure that they're, you know, paying down debt when they can. They're, you know, very conscious of shareholder returns. Um, And I think a lot of people don't realize uh, these big oil companies are really transitioning to becoming energy companies. And so, you know, they're really moving away from just drilling oil wells and kind of uh, shipping that off to consumers to going to, you know, what is the next uh, energy uh, solution for the for the world? Um, And they're moving a lot towards kind of renewable energies, um, not necessarily a renewable energy and natural gas, but natural gas is a really good transition fuel. Um, and transition resource uh, to making sure that the that society kind of moves towards a clean energy um, world. 
Um, so that's that's an area to keep in mind. You know, these companies are pouring billions into that that energy renewable energy space. Um, and then value also is is attractive. You know, if you look over the past year, value is up only four percent, whereas growth is up forty three percent. So there's still a big disconnect between that. And as a, as the economy reopens, you could see value companies start to thrive again. You know, these are typically companies that are smaller, more regional in nature, and they were really hit by lockdowns, um, not only from an economic activity standpoint, but you know, from a financing standpoint. Um, so these are companies that, as the economy reopens, will generally you know feel the benefit first. That's great. Appreciate your your insights there. Uh, final question here, and then we'll wrap things up. Uh, and and here in the Seattle area, we're, we've just recently moved into phase two as part of this reopening. As as uh, you know, everyone's starting to get vaccinated, um, and rates are you know the numbers are coming down in terms of uh, COVID positives and hospitalizations and death rates. It's like that trajectory looks is looking better at this point. So we've now moved into into phase two. However, risks do still remain. So if you're, from your view, what risks do you see uh, still ahead? Sure. I mean, I think, you know, the natural one is just uh, the new strains of COVID that we're seeing. You know, there's really not enough data to be making any kind of major conclusions or statements on it. But that's something to obviously keep an eye on, um, you know, make sure the vaccines are still effective and that people are still being cautious, conscious and conscious of kind of what they're doing pre and, pri- uh, pre and post vaccine um, when they get them. Um, another one is kind of inflation. So we're seeing some upright, uh, uptick in inflation expectations. That's now over 2% right now. Um, and that's way above what it has been um, over the last several years. Um, and we're starting to see some kind of ripples of inflation flow through to the general economy. Um, we're seeing some supply disruptions, um, especially in the shipping industry. If you look at shipping rates, they're up over 180% from, or from 2020 uh, levels, which is pretty shocking to think of, you know, if you're uh, a clothing brand that your, your shipping costs have risen quite a bit. Um, so that's something to also keep an eye on, you know, if we continue to see supply disruptions and kind of inflation and in input costs, that could flow through to the kind of the general economy at kind of a, an inopportune time as you know consumers are starting to get back on their feet, small businesses are starting to get back on their feet um, as the economy opens uh, kind of on a whole as a whole. Um, so those are, I guess, the kind of the three things that I would keep an eye on as we kind of move forward in the year. Okay. First time in. Here we go. That was awesome. Nice job. Appreciate your insights. Uh, I can't let you out of here without at least one bonus question. And I haven't prepped you for this one. (laughs) So you have no idea what's coming. That's right. uh, So here we go. What's your favorite podcast other than the Evergreen Exchange? Uh, You know, Evergreen Exchange is hard to beat. um, But, you know, every morning when I wake up, I kind of flow, um, you know, listen through uh, the Financial Times has kind of a, an update through uh, on what's going on in the news. Wall Street Journal's What's News has is, you know, a really good way to get updated on what's going on in the world. Um, and then, you know, Howard Marks also has kind of a periodic one that he does. Howard Marks is a legendary investor um, that kind of puts out a podcast on what he's thinking. So I, I guess those are the, not the one, but the three other ones that I listen to other than the, than the Evergreen Exchange. Look at that. All investment related, all market related. And I guess I shouldn't be surprised <laughs> at that at all. So, Garman, I appreciate you being here. I know we'll have you again, uh, but good stuff. Thanks. Great. Thanks for having me, Jeff.